Welcome to the Lynn Sanity, a podcast for the Running Hook Podcast Network. Hello, and welcome to another edition of the Lynn Sanity Podcast, part of the Running Hook Podcast Network. And uh, just want to give a quick shout out before we get into the pod uh, to, to Bryce for coming in, stepping up last minute, uh, giving a solo one uh, for you listeners uh, about what happened over the last week. Uh, I wanted to be here. I uh, just had a last minute conflict that unfortunately uh, could not allow me to be here, but appreciate Bryce and our producer, Alex Burr, for stepping up to the plate uh, and and uh, helping out. Uh, podcasts coming out right now. Uh, we got we got Circle City Cinema working. BSF already available. Power Hour keeps rolling on. A um, lot to get to, Bryce, this week uh, in the NFL. Uh, a lot of close games. Um, a lot of, I, I think, Season-altering moments, season-altering games, in my opinion, that kind of can it changes the course of what I think a team might be and what a team might not be. Yeah, I mean, this is. Um, I've been. I've I, people have tried to. Or uh, let me be more specific. Zach Griffith has tried to convince me that there are certain games that you know, some teams that we expect to win that they lost. And he's trying to convince me that everything's fine. Well, you know what? I don't think so because, and we're going to talk about them. And yeah, I think it is a uh, season altering. I'm with you, Caleb. I'm totally All with right. you. All and right. I told you before the pod, yeah. I am going to hate, I'm going to hate tonight and it's going to happen. And there is nothing that you can do about it. Well, we'll see. We'll have so, like to. I said, I got, I got, I got, I got to hear your opinion first. I can't, I can't judge before I don't hear the opinion. Um, let's before we get into all the games, uh, Bryce. Uh, let's let's do our get the sack for this week. Obviously, McDaniel's um, was our get the sack two weeks ago. Yes, um, I was. I did not have a get the sack last week. It was obviously I wasn't on the pod. Um, who do you have for uh, your get the sack candidate from all these results? Well, Caleb, I've uh, I've thought long and hard about that, and um, I'm making my decision right now. I'm okay. making the decision right now, and I am going to go. I, I I really wanted to go with a candidate or the guy I picked two weeks ago, if you recall back. Yeah, I do. I really wanted to again. I do. But no, I am going to go with our boy Bill B from Boston. Bill B oh, from Boston. Oh, that's always a welcome sight for my ears. <laughs> <laughs> takes himself to Germany and puts up only six points against the Colts, who have a good defense, but decides to put in Bailey Zappi in the final, it, basically in a go win it situation. You bring him cold off the bench to try to win this game. And obviously we know what happened. He ended up doing a fake spike, which you can miss me on that. And he threw it into double dang near triple coverage. And it was picked off and ended the game. Music to my ears, obviously, Caleb, my Colts get the W, but whoever told him to fake spike it. Fired immediately. I uh, like I, if it was Bill O'Brien fired immediately cut. But Bill, but the face of this operation is Bill B from B. Boston. B. So he can get the sack for this week for an abysmal performance. An abysmal in Germany. performance. 
Um, Bryce, I got something for you. Uh, you want to hear it? Sure, man. Sure. Second half, New England Patriots. Punt, 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 <laughs> punt, punt. Uh, that is all they did in the second half. That is all that team did. First half, first half, they had one, two, three, four punts with the field goal in the first drive. Second drive, second drive, missed field goal, field goal, interception, interception. (laughs) We're looking at a team in total disaster in this New England Patriots team. And you just cannot convince me that their problems are only personnel related. Um, Funny enough, Bryce, my get the sack is the guy he had two weeks ago. Okay, okay. This is gaining some steam here. Because I, you got to look in the mirror at your team. And I agree. You you sat there and you're going to blame the offensive coordinator. Your top 10 in EPA, your top 10 in offensive yards, your top 10 in all this other stats, your top 10 in. What? How was that on? How was that on your offensive coordinator? Totally it was a weak move. It was a Absolutely. weak move. Well, you should have beaten the Buffalo. You should have beaten the Denver Broncos. You just should have. You should have beaten the Denver Broncos. Now, granted, granted, the Denver Broncos actually kind of play frisky football, and we will get to that later. But like, you should be beating the Denver Broncos at home. You were favored by seven points against the Denver Broncos. Get the job done. Get the job done. Your offensive coordinator can't control Josh Allen's interceptions. He can't control. He can't control the offense. He can't. He can't control the interceptions. He can't control the interceptions. He can't control the interceptions. You don't get to say that. I do get to say that. No, you don't get to say that. Yes, because I've been on this. I've been on this, Caleb. I've been on this. Well, no, you you've been wrong on this. You you mentioned the turnovers, but you've been wrong on it. This is. This I'm is where it's wrong. coming to fruition. This is where your this is where your your theory is coming you, to fruition. I've always told you I'm willing well, to play the long game. You have you yeah you have you have, but at the same time you, you have been wrong for years. This but you've been, been staying on this hill, and now you're looking right. Yeah, yeah, and you know what? You guys beat me down. You knocked me down toward the bottom of the hill, but I keep climbing. I keep you were climbing. you were still I'm coming for you. And this week in particular, I'm coming for you all. Because I was right. I was right on I, Josh Allen. Lamar okay. couldn't get it done this week. Oh, my Trevor gosh. Lawrence, you guys, you, oh you, you, you want to get cute with Trevor Lawrence? Okay. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Oh, okay. my gosh. I'm here. Oh Bryce Young, gosh. I was right well, let's get, let's get right into here. it. Browns, Ravens. Let's get into it. Browns, Ravens this okay. week. 33-31. Browns, Browns get the, you know, the Ravens in the first half of this game. You know, they were, they were you know, pretty much in control. They were 14, you know, down the fourth quarter. And the Browns just all of a sudden come away with this win in Baltimore to give them a six, I believe it's six and three record. Ravens go to seven and three. Um, and I, I, I'll be honest, like I understand this game was close. And I understand that from a record standpoint, these two teams from a record standpoint have very good records. But, like, I'm not, this game's doing nothing for me. Like, I'm not convinced on the Browns. 
I'm just not no, convinced not on now. the Browns. And well, I don't care. I wouldn't have been convinced on him if, if Watson wasn't hurt. I don't care. I don't care, Bryce. This offense can't generate points. I mean, the Ravens were on fire. I mean, you're due to, it's, it's just a fact of the matter. You're going to lose a game. It's part of it. It's how the world works. It's how the world works. Sometimes you're going to fall flat on your face. Okay. Sometimes you're going to fall flat on your face. That's what happened with the Ravens second half. Did they choke the second half? They totally choked the second half. They should have won the game. They should have won the game. And what you're going to say about Lamar Jackson is valid in this game. But at the same yeah. time, if you're going to sit there and be like, this is a concern long term, that's why I think that's the joke. And, and, and that's what you're about to say. And that's just abysmal. Hey, I, yeah, what do you want it from is me, abysmal. man? It is abysmal. Why? Because why? You, you're, you're going to sit there and ignore some of the quality of wins they've had and the way in which they've beaten these teams that you've been extremely high on. You're going to sit I, there and, and you're going to over credit for winning those games, but, you're, but then, but you're going to sit there and take it all back and act like they didn't win those games, which is my issue. No, I'm not. No, I, I'm giving them credit where credit is due. I don't understand why everyone is so on the Todd Munkin hire. I really don't see. I, oh my God, Bryce. I don't see that much of a difference. I don't. It's still, you know, throw it to Mark Andrews. You know, all game long. Like, you are you kidding me? Uh, what do you? Wow. Mean yeah, me? you're right. You I'm not sold. Me. You're right. You warned me. You warned me. You're right. You're right. You warned me. I, I'm not sold on this. I'm not uh, sold on Baltimore. I'm just not. Like, they have played extremely oh. well, but the, but then they they just have these games where it just it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense when you look at the losses. It doesn't make sense. You lose to the to the Colts. Doesn't make sense. It doesn't you make sense. You lose to the Steelers. Doesn't make sense. You lose to the Browns after blowing a massive lead. It doesn't make sense. You're right. You're. I agree. Those losses aren't great losses. But every team has a bad loss. But, but it also but it also shows that they're volatile, man. At any point in time. Oh my god. There's no consistency. So at that point, every team in the league is volatile. Is is uh, is Philly? I mean, I, I I think yes, because I don't think they're winning games in the way they should be winning games. I, mean, I understand they're getting the job done, but like if you're watching these games and you're watching the tape, Bryce, I think you and I would agree. It doesn't feel like the same Philadelphia team, despite what the record's telling. It doesn't, but they but they're finding ways to win regardless. They're not dropping these games that we kind of expected them to drop. Fair. Fair. And and I think with I think I could say the same thing for San Francisco. Yes, they have more losses, but they also weren't healthy. You've got to be kidding me. Why? Why? What, what, you, they weren't healthy. Come on. You can't lose. You cannot lose. You cannot lose. You're the San Francisco 49ers. You're the San Francisco 49ers. You yeah. lose to this Browns team who you're bashing the Ravens for losing to. You're bashing the you're bashing them right now. You're you're sitting here and you're bashing the and you're a ba- a, a, the, the Minnesota Vikings 22 to 17, a team that frankly is just not that good and they and they won by 5 points. They, oh my god. He got a concussion made game. Oh. Did you look at this? And then, and, after- then, and then the Bengals, and then the Bengals, they lost by two touchdowns at home. 
Joe Burrow healthy. That's oh the difference. God. Oh my God. That's if you're difference. a Super Bowl contending team, you protect your house. You don't they lose by healthy. two touchdowns. Sweet Jesus. You can't rely on this team to be healthy anyway. You can't rely on this team to be healthy anyway. Chris McCaffrey's not a player that's always healthy every year. Trent Williams has never been healthy every year. George Kittle's never been healthy every year. Debo Samuel's never been healthy every year. What are you talking about? The whole roster has seats well, on the well, IR. Okay. Well, I mean, I'm just saying. Come that, on, Bryce. Come on, Bryce. You want to sit here and bring the heat? I'm going to bring it right back at you. Okay. I mean, that's fine. I'm just saying, like, to me, this, to me, this is the same old Baltimore team. It's the same Baltimore team. Where are you Nothing ranking them in AFC? Where do, you, where, where do you rank the Ravens in AFC? Well, I mean, the AFC doesn't look like fantastic at the moment. I mean, right are they now, your second team in the AFC? Behind the Chiefs? Sure. Behind the yeah. Chiefs. Yeah, probably. But be, because I don't trust anybody else. I, I sure as heck don't, don't trust Jacksonville. I sure as heck don't trust uh, Miami. Miami. Cincinnati, uh, maybe, maybe Cincinnati, but I mean they just lost. I know you know no T yeah. Higgins, but I don't. No, I don't you know can't lose team, that I game. mean Tyler Boyd is. You can't lose that game though. You can't lose that game. Totally we'll, we'll get totally to that. Game. Yeah, we'll get the, to that. Yeah, and and I I mean here's my thing, right? I agree with you. The way they're losing is a concern, right? The way they're losing is a concern. I, I just feel like, and maybe we we see a lot on Thursday night. Do you come back ready to go on the short week? At home. Get Keaton Mitchell, but unleash him. Why? Well, why are we yeah. messing around with Justice Hill? And I, I well, Justice Hill, I, I would not mess with. With I would not mess with Justice no. Hill. Justice Hill no. sucks. Yeah, and Gus Edwards is a fine goal line back. Oh, he's a be- automatic in the goal line. Anytime, anytime you give Keaton Mitchell the ball, though, juice. He's got juice. Yes, they got to use it. Quit messing around it. with Justice Hill. That dude is what? How old? Let me- He's he oh, feels he's older 25. than probably he feels older than 25. what he is. No, he feels oh older goodness. than what he is. You know, you can cut him. You can cut him now. Yeah. I mean, and, look, and I, what? their passing what game will be fine. They they're going to be though? fine. They're fine. Why are we? Why do we not get it to Zay Fox? We, we see weekly, Caleb. Tell me if I'm yeah. wrong. Ask your brother how many yeah. times he sees a Zay Flowers route run where he absolutely cooks his defender. And then doesn't even get the ball. Yeah, I gotta. I, I would have to ask HQ that, about that one. That, that's my problem. It's I need okay. Little... Where's Mark Andrews? Right. Uh, come where's, on, man. Well, I mean, you, what's you the know point they of drafting flowers? You know they gotta get the ball to back. That's fine, but what's the point of drafting flowers if you're not even gonna? I mean, this game you was know, a real, decent game for him. So but, you want to see him kind of force feed it into him a little? I don't want to see six receptions for forty yards. You want to see more than that. You you, then you're, just, you're making him run these stupid piddly routes. And yeah. you don't even give him an opportunity to get like some yak, which we know he's very, he's very uh, slippery in open field. Yeah. I mean, 23 times in the past game, I feel like they could open that up a little more. I would, I well, would especially push that when you, you, you only gave 20s. your running backs a total of, hold on, let me do my quick math here. 16 carries. Lamar had eight. The running backs had 16. I mean, Gus Meanwhile, Edwards was getting 2.2 yards of carry. Joke. Yeah, that feels weird. I, I, yeah, I mean, uh, grant, uh, granted, I do think that the Browns defense, I, I like the Browns defense. I think the Browns defense is very good. 
Um, I, I just, you know, but I agree. When you look at the offensive stats, right? I mean, Watson, 20 of 34, he was sacked four, he was sacked four times in the game. Ford had a pretty nice game, cleared 100. Cooper was two away from 100, and Joku and Cooper both lit it up, Bryce. Uh, 12 catches combined for the two of them. Um, you know, 156 yards. I mean, that's that's the kind of stuff you're wanting to see from the Browns. But obviously, if DTR is your starting quarterback, I'm I'm sorry, your season's cooked. Yeah, I don't care that oh, you're yeah. six and three. You're, you're, well, you're starting DTR too, which the last time you had him out there, he threw three picks. If you're, I mean, is there any exact? Do you think there's price? Do you think there's any value in a potential Browns missing the playoffs? With this start, with this starting quarterback mess at six and three, I think I think there is too. I think there's real potential. I I'm not convinced of this Browns team. No, I'm not. I mean, it it just was one of those. It was a a very weird game. You're right. It was a very, very weird game. Uh, Next up on the list here, uh, we got the Lions and the Chargers. Uh, I was. This feels like a college football game. A total of seventy nine points was scored in this game. Probably the over was like 40-something. And and the Lions in this game, they come out and they start, they get up, they get out 10-3, you know, 17-3, really. Uh, and it felt like they were going to be in control of this game. And then the Chargers just kept fighting and fighting and fighting until eventually Riley Peterson or Patterson, pardon, hits the game-winning field goal. Um, and basically puts this out of way for this Detroit team. Um, man, I don't think this was a good game for Detroit. Because I don't think they can win. I don't think I they can was win playing this way. Okay. If you're going to, they can't stop a nosebleed, Bryce. They're going to get stopped on defense. It's like you and I talked about in college. It's like how you and I talked about in college football. You have the greatest offenses ever, but at some point you're going to get stopped. And you're going to have to grind the game out. You're going to have to grind the game out. When's the last game the Lions have grinded out? Oh, come on, Caleb. Don't. Why are you hating on Detroit? And if I'm looking at the Chargers here, going in four and five, I mean, I think they had to get this win. I mean, I think yeah. they had to get it. It was, you, you're playing them at home. You would have stayed, you, you know, and, and still they're kind of sort of in it with every team kind of four and five, five, five. But if you would have gotten this win, I just feel like the momentum boost was insane. I don't necessarily have a gigantic amount of takeaways outside of it was a very entertaining game. A lot of points were scored, but it did bring up some things that I am worried about if I'm both teams, frankly. No, I don't know. I'm not going to accept your Detroit Lions hate, man. That's crazy. What's they crazy scored, about that? They, but but it shows that they can score points too, though. Against Brandon okay. Staley's defense. Yes. You think Brandon Staley has an elite defensive mind that as, as a defensive coordinator? He, I mean, he should. That's what we were told. I mean, the, the Lions scored on all but two, or sorry, three, yes, three drives. But you didn't learn anything different about your offense. We knew this was a top five offense, no? I mean, I, but, but it shows consistency. 
I'll say this. I can buy that. I'll say this. Here, here. I, you, yeah. I, I trust them more than I do Baltimore right now. And I know they just played and, and Baltimore beat them. But I trust them more than I do Baltimore. Because of the road? Or the team? The team. Come on, Bryce. 38 to 6. I understand that. I understand. 38 to but 6. I, I think, I think. Bryce, I could understand if you were like, hey, the NFC is a weaker saying. conference. The roadmap is, is easier, which I, I, I probably would lean towards that. Because I think the AFC's got, you know, a lot of depth. But and at I least Detroit think- has an identity. I don't know that that Baltimore really has yeah. an identity. I think, yeah, I, I don't. It's need that. Detroit is. I don't need that. Running backs. We're gonna run the ball. Yeah, and we're gonna we're gonna dominate you with Amon Ross St. Brown. They know who they are. Yeah, they I know who they are. They know who they are. That's that's and, a credit and, and, and to Johnson. That's a credit yeah. to Ben Johnson, their offensive coordinator. Yeah, and you know what? This is heartbreaking for the Chargers because overall, not a ton, not a ton of dumb decisions from Staley. Really, the Definitely difference not. in the game was the first quarter pick that Justin Herbert threw. If, if you if yeah. you look at if you look at all of the let's see, the Chargers didn't score on one, two, three, three drives. That's pretty impressive. Too. All in all, in the first half. The second half, they they scored on every drive they had. Detroit. Was but what does that say? What What do you think that says? Do you Do you think that speaks to a Chargers offense that you like, or does that speak to a Lions so. defense that can't stop a nosebleed? No, I think I think partially it's. Uh, I mean, it's Justin Herbert doing his thing, but I do think. I mean, you can't stop Keenan Allen. I mean, you know, you know, he's going to Keenan Allen, and you can't stop. It. I mean, that's pretty bad from from Detroit. But at the same time, Justin Herbert's finally taking advantage of that. Um, where where are um, you on the Chargers? Where are you on the Chargers? Done. Are, are, are you done. done? Done. No playoffs. Done. No, no, no. Would you lock that in? Yeah, I would. I just I, I just don't see it. I mean, I'm looking All at right, their schedule. Enough. They definitely have winnable games, but you just I just have zero trust in this team. Quentin Johnston can't figure it out. You draft from the first round. That doesn't make sense to me. I agree. Um, I agree with that. No, they, they've got to figure I, that out. Yeah. I mean, it's nice that Eckler's back, but you got to play. You got to figure it out on defense if you want to go somewhere. I agree with that. I'll agree with that. Uh, next up, uh, the game that, you know, was shocking on Monday night. Touched on a little bit. I don't want to get too deep into it, but the Denver Broncos moving to four and five getting a 24 to 22 win over the Buffalo Bills which Bryce at the end of the game it felt like the Bills were going to win this was probably the dumbest blunder moment of the of the week i mean yeah you thought they were going to win the game the touchdown scored 22 21 they get there Denver drives moves the ball on them but you know then all of a sudden they missed the field goal and then there's 12 men on the field gave the Broncos another chance to which Will Lutz, the guy that they traded for this offseason, Denver traded for this offseason, hits a 36-yard field goal. Broncos moved to four and five. I mean, an ugly game that resulted in a pretty fun, hectic 
second half. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I mean, you know, well, let me start by this. Caleb, do you feel like this is a turning point for Denver? Ah. <laughs> because I I remember when I said, remember when I said I'm willing to play the long game? I'm coming to collect. I'm coming to collect from you. And don't worry, when I have Zach Griffith on on the 29th of November, I will be collecting him too. Because Russ is back, baby. I'm not saying he's top four. I'm not saying he's top five. But he's playing well, Caleb. Starting to figure out the offense a little bit here. We're understanding the standards. No, I think you're underestimating. I, I, I think you're underestimating. I think Russell played well and managed the game well and effectively managed the game well. I'm not denying that. I thought I thought their control in the ground game, Bryce. This is something I feel like that they have needed to do. Russ has to recognize that this team is not going to win because of him. They're going to win because of the run game. They're going to win because of the defense playing better, and they have. Well, Russell Wilson's not going to win you games at this point in his career. He's not. I don't know about that. He's I don't not know about that. I mean, I mean, Caleb. He's. Have you looked at his stats? They're good. They're good. 18 touchdowns to four interceptions. They're better than you would think. You want a hot take? Sure, why not? Give me Russ over Dak right now. Mm. Mm. That's pretty hot. That's pretty hot. But the problem is, the I mean, Dak's you t- Dak's yardage is a little better than Russ. Turnovers are too off. Touchdown numbers are pretty identical, all things considered. I mean, it's not it's not a bad take. I I will say I think if you're the Broncos and you getting this game, you know there should be some light at the corner here. You've won three straight. You took care of the you took care of. The Green Bay Packers, they took care of your goat. They took care of the Bills on the road. I mean, they're, plus, I think they're going to beat the Vikings. So, I mean, I, oh, I you're think, not giving Dobbs, Dobbs boy a chance? No, I like Denver. Oh, my gosh. So, you're hating on Dobbs? We'll discuss. Oh, my gosh. If you look, what I, what I, what I look, what I look at, what I look at, when I look at this win for Denver, it it made me second guess it. Am I still of the belief that I don't think they're very good? Yes. I mean, I just don't. I mean, let's not forget what happened earlier in the season. Obviously, I just don't think they're going to rebound that much and put themselves in the playoff mix here. There's just other teams I like more in the playoff mix, including in their own division. And. But I, I mean, that is, it's a win that makes you second guess what they're trying to build. Meanwhile, I'm done with the Bills. Done. Yeah, I'm done. 
I'm done. No, no, no. Done. You are not done. No, done. you're not done. No, you're done. not done. You done. stick to your boy Josh Allen. You 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 no, defended what? him. You've been on him. You defended him from me, and I've been eating him up. Well, it's time for me to collect this one too, baby. No, I not. have told you. Oh yeah, it is. Oh yeah, no. it is. Oh yes, it. No is. way. No yes, my it gosh. Is and Ken Dorsey is oh. paying the price of Josh Allen. Allen. Do I think he relied on too, on Josh Allen too much to make plays? Yes. Should he have been fired? No. no. You want to know why? Because James Cook ran 12 times for 109 yards. That is 9.1 yards a carry. And you still won't give him a, a workload. You still want to mess around with Latavius, Latavius Murray. Murray. <laughs> Joke. James Cook is a legitimate back Look, you want to blame him for I the agree. fumble? Fine. That's his first fumble since his very first game on his first touch. It's not like he has problems, and they benched him yeah. for most it, of the first half, which is that's a why I'm joke. Off him. Yeah, that's that's joke. why I'm off him. They you don't know what they want around. to be. Yeah, joke, dude. Stephon Diggs, three for thirty-four. Yeah, no wonder he's pissed all the time because of stuff like that. Yeah, right. And listen, certain is the one of the best corners in the league and no doubt about it. Right. But Josh Allen, you want to run around and you want to make plays. You best be trying to get it in the hands of your playmakers, not Gabe Davis, who has butterfingers, you know, 30% of the time. Yeah. What a Six joke, dude. Catches. You, you don't, you don't need, you guys, they doubled down on Gabe Davis being wide receiver too, because of one lucky four touchdown game. Uh, against the against the Chiefs, and they didn't even win the game. But you doubled down on Gabe Davis. You haven't done anything. You go sign all these defensive guys that just get hurt all the time. Joke, dude. Absolute joke. I, Josh I, Allen is not who everyone says he is. He's a fine player. He's a good player. He does wow stuff. But you can't win big games. Don't do it when it matters. Look, I, 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 I think the window's closing. I think the window's closing. I thought their opportunity was year or two ago, and I, I can't get there right now. I mean, this, I, I mean, you want to call that overreaction? So be it. I just can't see this team making the playoffs as currently constructed. I don't, I don't see it. I thought the offensive coordinator move was a panic move, and I don't really get it. I mean, I just would have said, hey, let's just give it another week and. Let's just go beat the Jets. That would have been my thinking if I was the Bills. I mean, I, I'm off them enough price. I think they're going to lose to the Jets at home. Like, I'm out. so bad. That is so like, I'm embarrassing. Out. I'm out. I don't see a world right now where this team all of a sudden figures it out. I mean, I, I would trust the Bengals over them right now. I would trust Houston over them right now. And I, I would do so pretty comfortably. And I, that's nuts for a team that has Super Bowl aspirations. For them to be missing the playoffs and for us to even have this discussion is already a busted season, in my opinion. It's already. Even if they get hot late, I, I still believe it's a busted season. This is a team that had aspirations to be the best team in the conference and a Super Bowl-level team, and that's just not what we're seeing right now. And there's a lot of parties to blame I mean, Allen's turnover ratio is is horrific. 
he, he can he, every it feels like every drive he was throwing an interception in that game. It felt like every drive he could he kept doing it. Eleven and picks. It, it just it's not you can't win when he play. You cannot win when you turn a ball over like that. No matter who the quarterback is, I don't care who the quarterback is. Be the greatest quarterback of all time. I don't care. You can't win. You simply can't win when quarterbacks do that. Next up, Texans, Bengals, um, Houston getting a win on the road. Texans go five and four, Bengals five and four. Pretty back and forth game, I would say, Bryce. I mean, it was, you know, pretty competitive. Houston was up 27 17, you know, at one point. And then, you know, it was kind of one of those games where it kind of made you wonder, okay, what was going to happen? C.A. Stroud threw an interception. Bengals took it in for seven. And then a punt. Bengals tied the game up. And then Stroud, for the second consecutive week, figures out how to make plays down the stretch. And it just time it. I mean, it seems like he already has that clutch gene. And I, you're going to talk about Stroud, and that's fine. Whatever. I'm not going to say you're wrong. I'm not trying to say you're wrong. Not saying you're wrong. I just feel like where the credit is for me and where I want to go with it is I I really think, I mean, I got to eat some crow on these weapons. Like they did it without, I mean, they did it without Nico Collins. Noah Brown goes for 170 yards. Where's he from, Caleb? That's, I'm not even going to say it. Dalton Schultz goes for 470. Tank. A guy that, you know, I think you and I liked coming into the draft. I just don't think we expected this insane of production this quickly. And he's given it to him every week. And I mean, this Houston team with Devin Singletary, your boy, going for 150 on the ground. Dude, so lucky. I mean, impressive win for the Texans. I mean, and I really think that's where the credit is. I'm not terribly concerned if I'm the Bengals. When was the last time we said uh, impressive win for the Texans? <laughs> been a while. It's been I a mean, long time. Been a long time. Yeah. Um, no, I'll talk about Cincinnati here. I'll talk about Cincinnati. Okay. To me, no Higgins does, shouldn't make that much of a difference. Totally agree. Uh, so like, that's an invalid excuse. Here's what, here's what is a joke. Joe Mixon 11 carries. I agree with that. Why? I agree with that. Why? Why? I guess, you know, I mean, if you're going to make the, I guess the only argument would be 20, you know, the game was 20 to 10 and you just, you're trying to get back into it. So you're throwing the ball more as a result. Yeah. But I don't think 10 points is insane. No, I think you could still run the ball. Yeah, no, I totally, I, I agree. And it's not like Cincinnati hasn't been there, done that. You know what I mean? And yes, this is a credit to Houston. Like, yeah, yes, Cincinnati put up 27 points, but Houston's defense also, you know, picked off Joe Burrow twice. Yep, it did. Um, I mean, which is a feat in and of itself, to be honest. And yep. I think that D'Amico Ryans is a great culture guy. And I think when you have a guy that maybe hasn't had coaching experience, like head coaching experience, if he can at least do some culture things, I think that's a really positive way to start. And and you win, you win a couple games off emotion and just pure fuel and passion. 
from, from a head coach yeah. that injects that into your locker room. You know, um, you know, we've seen head coaches fail and they don't have the the passion, the fire, the culture, the the right culture that they're trying to establish. It, you know, players can see right through that. It's phony. Mm-hmm. I don't think D'Amico Ryans is like that. Not to mention D'Amico Ryans has been around the Houston organization as a player before. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, this is a big time. And, and CJ Stroud just keeps bowling. I love it, Caleb. Like, I am... It makes me so happy, even though they are in my division. Like, it makes me so happy to see him succeed and just put it all out there on the line. Going on the road to Cincinnati, possibly the one of the hottest teams in the NFL right now, the past couple of games, mm-hmm. past couple of weeks. Yep. And to go in there and you go toe to toe with Joe Burrow at his best and you come out with a W. My goodness, Caleb. The ball. I'm impressed. I, I think the other part to it all as well, Bryce, is the offensive line. Only one set. It's healthy. It's healthy. Yeah. I mean, that's that's the other part of this. I don't think it's being discussed enough. I mean, it's unbelievable how much better your offensive line gets once you get a guy like Laramie Tunsil in the lineup. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I I don't I really don't think that's getting talked about enough with the texts. I mean, Laramie Tunsil is frankly the best player on this team. And when you get your best player back, and I don't really care what position it is, you're going to see some dramatic improvement. And in my opinion, it's the pocket presence. And I think I'm not saying Stroud doesn't get credit for that, but I'm just saying getting the best guy on your team, to re- and, and especially on the offensive line with a rookie quarterback, changes a lot for me. And they're delivering in a massive way. They kept Hendrickson off him. They kept Reader off him. I mean. It, I'm curious to see where it goes from here. I'll say that. I mean, I, they they look good. And, you know, I thought regardless of how that Tampa game was going to finish, I I would have been okay with it. I mean, do I love that they lost to Carolina? No, I don't. No, I don't. Sure. Um, but, you know, hey, you won three of your last four. Yeah, it's part You're of playing the, the Cardinals game, at home. So. You got to You got to take, you, you know, I mean, you, you got to win that game. If you're if you're the Texans, you got to win that game slip by yourself because potentially Bryce you could be playing for a first place spot uh on the 26th uh Jaguars at Texans it's a pretty Dude, interesting game that is wild to even like say out loud because we all expected Jacksonville to be running away with this and, and you know what's hard is you know that it, what's tricky about it I guess we could talk about it you know, I mean, I might as well go into it now sure. with the Niners Jaguars. It's the fact that, I mean, the Niners, I mean, they, they ran them at the gym, both teams coming off the bye. But it wasn't like the Jaguars were in a bad direction going into the bye. They were winning, you know, I think they, I believe they were winning three or four in a row. Things were looking really strong. The Niners just blew them out. 34 to three, the offense looked horrible. I mean, the Niners responded like a team wanting to send a message after a horrible stretch of loss. Yep. So, I mean, Bryce, what do you uh, kind of take from this? Fraudulent. Jacksonville is fraudulent. Trevor Lawrence is not as good as everyone thinks he is. 
he was supposed to be some generational talent and he's just flat out not. He's a good quarterback, but he is not. I agree with that. I agree with that. Yeah. I agree with that. He's he's not generational. Yeah. No, he's not generational. He's a fine quarterback. Yeah. And we've seen him be good, but here we see him be bad. At home. Yeah. Off a bye. Yeah. And you muster three points. And I mean, what's the point of trading for Calvin Ridley? I I don't. That's the part that's got to be concerning. It, I mean, like, you, and you just continue to pepper Christian Kirk. Like, all right, eleven targets. Yeah, it's just it, you're looking at Tim Jones. Tim Jones, come on, man. It, it, to me, like, yeah, don't I agree. Cute. You put the ball in the hands of your playmakers, man. And for San Francisco, this was a get right. Like you said, it is a little bit of a statement. Everyone is yeah. healthy. Debo back. Trent Williams back. Chase Young debut, who absolutely bowled, by the way. You know, Christian McCaffrey doesn't even score a touchdown this game, and they still put up 34 points. I mean, it's impressive stuff. Uh, San Francisco yeah. is going to be fine. <laughs> I still trust San Francisco when they're healthy. I, I, yeah, it's, it's hard to not. I just, at this point, it's, I agree with you that I, it's really hard for me to pinpoint why the division race is as close as it is. I mean, uh, going into that bye week, Bryce, I mean, I can't, I, I just can't emphasize this enough. Going into the bye week, the Jacksonville Jaguars won five games. I mean, you yes. would think if you win five games in a row, like you're locked in the division. Yeah. I mean, it's it's one of the trickiest races in a long time, Bryce, in my opinion, because I can't pinpoint. Like, mostly if you see a division race that you don't expect to be close. And, you know, and then the team all of a sudden makes it close. You can pinpoint to the team losing games that they shouldn't be. The team's not, the team's underperforming. And yeah, obviously against the Niners, they underperform, but like they won five straight before this game. I I, I guess where do you stand on that division? And like, how do you think that division will go? Are you still confident that the Jaguars will win the division? And then I guess my other question is, so right now, you're looking at the playoffs, Bryce, the Jaguars, the Jaguars obviously have the division lead, but Houston as currently, Houston has a seven seed. Mm-hmm. Like, you could go from the three to the seven. That's nuts. Yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy. That's nuts. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like, I still feel like Jacksonville will still grind it out, uh, but they they don't. They're not impressive. Uh, I agree. I agree. This this week was horrible. This week was horrible. I think I'd be. I think I'd be more scared to play Houston because if they make the playoffs, that I mean, that's the most house money we've seen. I agree with that. With a brand new head coach, a brand yeah. new quarterback. A yeah. rookie wide receiver, newly signed tight end. There's no pressure. Systems. Oh, zero. House no pressure. money. Yeah. House money. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that. I 
I think this game is going to be very telling. And coming on before back shoulder fade, Bryce, I this line feels a little high. Okay, with Titans and Jaguars. Okay. I got to see the Jaguars come out and just pound this team. I think they can t- p- you know, kill the Titans. And that's what I think I need to see from them right now. If they can do that, it will show me, okay, a rough game off the pan, rough game off the bye. You came out flat off the bye. You come in division, you take care of business. Right? But if this game is in any way, shape, or form close, even if they win close, it's really hard for me not to think that this Houston team can't take the division. Yeah. I think that's fair. They got to kill the Titans. They got to kill them. And I think they will. It's my best bet of the week. I think they will. But if they don't do that, there, there should be a little bit of hesitancy regarding the division crown going in their favor. Next up, um, a game that we touched on a little bit, you know, with Sunday Night Football, Jets, Raiders, Bryce, a team that's getting the ball to their stars quite frequently. Um, Jacobs with 27 carries, Adams with 13 targets and 86 yards. Um, O'Connell kind of getting it done. I mean, it's not a pretty stat line, but, you know, 16 to 27, 150 yards, stayed in the game. I don't necessarily think O'Connell is why they would have lost the game if they did lose it. Um, frankly, like, this is a tough one for me because I was watching this game and, I mean, they couldn't run the ball on the Raiders. Like, that's that's a problem. Like, Brees Hall, 13 carries, 26, 28 yards. Like, I got to get more than that against this Raiders defensive line. Man, are we Meanwhile, having another Jets offensive line discussion? But then Wilson, I don't yeah. really think Wilson, frankly, I don't think he played that bad. He just had the bad interception at the end, which I understand that can swing games, but I would live with that performance. I would. Sure. You know, if you're only looking at the box where you're saying, I know he's going to throw an interception, he's going to go for 260. But this team, I think the concern for me, Bryce, with the Jets is finishing off drives. They right. just haven't been able to finish off drives. I think there's something here. And so I'm not like, oh my gosh, holy crap, like they suck. And if I'm the Raiders going in five and five, I got to feel pretty good. I think so. Like, uh, I mean, I, I why not give Trevor Simeon a chance? Holy crap. Why Did not? you think Wilson played bad? No, I don't, I'm not saying he played bad, but you, but you, I think that's the ceiling. Why not? I mean, but why not try something different? Uh, but I, like, if you are it, truly hmm. holding on to hope that Aaron Rodgers is going to come back, hmm. it, wouldn't you at least want to be in a position to make a move? I'm not saying that's going to happen. I am very yeah, I, yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah, I know what you mean. I just but uh, but I 
does the quarterback deserve all the blame for the offense not finishing or is that play calling? No, it doesn't. And I think, I think Garrett Wilson, a second year player, by the way, Caleb, second year calling a players only meeting. I think it's telling. I agree with that. That I is, that. I agree. That, that is. And then, it, but then the jets cut Michael Carter, who is very beloved in that locker room. It just seems so dysfunctional. You know, Aaron goes down and just now I'm, I'm honestly shocked that they have four wins. I really am. Hmm. I really am. Do you just feel like they're, uh, they're not as good as the record suggests? Yeah. One game. And it's the reason, but the defense, they have, they have everything together. That I defense agree. is elite. And for the yeah. Raiders to win a game, like to beat them. Yeah. Is it to me impressive. Aiden, Aiden O'Connell under center. That jump ball that he, you know, that was textbook. And I don't understand. There are some quarterbacks that can't throw a jump ball for the life of them. Aiden O'Connell threw a perfect jump ball to where only Michael Mayer could go up and make a play on it. That That was was a a textbook jump ball throw. And I respect him for that because I see so many people underthrow these fade routes. Yeah. And and to your best receiver, I'm like, how do you, how, why do you not even give him a chance? Right. Don't try to right. make it look pretty. Get give your wide receiver a chance. You're yeah. gonna get the stat. Who cares Agreed. what it yeah. what you look like? Right. Right. Dude. Right. That was a textbook throw by Aiden O'Connell. Respect and, and respect to, to Antonio Pierce for getting behind the mic and saying, I'm not stupid. I know who to get the ball yeah. to right. on my team. Josh yeah. Jacobs and Devontae Adams. He is 100 percent right. Yeah. See, yes. see folks, see folks. It is not rocket science. It's not that hard. And, and I, and you know, Bryce, I, it was weird, right? The, the first game, which I would have obviously, I mean, I didn't talk to you about it a ton, but like, you know, that game they played against the Giants, right? It's like, okay, how much stock can we put in that game? Right. You can do yeah. a lot against the Giants defense. Sure. But yeah. And fact it's that they, but the fact that they were flat out willing, you know, they were able to do whatever they wanted against the top half defense. I think that says a lot. And I'm excited. I'm not expected to beat Miami. Okay, I'm not. No. But I just want to see how they handle themselves in that type of game. At least compete. Can they make it close? Can they keep it under 10? Can they keep it under 10? Can they can they make this? Hard. Right. Right. Because five and five at this point in the season is pretty freaking good. You're Absolutely. living with that if you're the Raiders. You're still in the thick of a playoff. Yeah, you, you have the not. same you have the same record as the Colts and the Bills. To give you two drastically different teams and yeah. expectations for those teams, you're yeah. right there. You're right there. You're right there. Even if you lose a, even if you lose to Miami, I, I do not think that's an all be all. Um, I, I'm with you on this game. I, I feel like there's there's some questions. I think the Jets should look to experiment some things. You know, if you're the Raiders, you're you're just happy to be able to keep momentum going. And frankly, to get two wins in front of your home fans. To get two wins in front of your home fans. I mean, I feel like when I watch this team in primetime spots, they've had the tendency to blow it. Right now, they're not blowing it. Mm-hmm. Right now, they're not blowing it. Next up, Steelers, Packers. Steelers come away with a 23-19 victory over the Screen Bay team. Um, I Look. I know you want to hate, so get it out. No, I know. I mean, no, because I mean, I just 
to be honest, Bryce, I mean, I'm, I'm not, I mean, you're not going to really believe me. I just, I, I frankly, I just don't know what I'm getting from Jordan love week to week. I, I just don't know. And maybe that's why I'm so frustrated about it every week. Like he looked so much better Bryce against this Steelers defense than he did against the Minnesota Vikings. And even, and, and, and he did, he did, yeah, they did against the Minnesota Vikings. They did against the Las Vegas Raiders. Like, this was one of the best games I've seen of Jordan Love. I understand he threw for the two picks, but he's he's letting the ball out. He's playing with confidence. Like, I don't love the 10 interceptions. You want to talk about turnovers? I don't love the 10 interceptions. But, like, there's stuff to build on from this game. If I'm if I'm the Packers with love and there's steps that I want him to take and I, you know, and obviously winning in Hines would have been difficult. But this this just frankly, Bryce, this just felt like one of those games. It just felt like one of those Pittsburgh grimy games. This is what they want to play in these games where it's under 30. Both teams are right at about 20. Majority of the time, it feels like Pittsburgh comes out with those wins. That's coaching. That's coaching. Yep. Well, and that's and, where, to me, that showed against the Packers. Well, and can I say that I feel like Pittsburgh kind of found an identity in this game? Yeah, what, what do you think? Yeah, what do you I think, think? What do you think it is? They they pounded the rock. They pounded it with Warren and, and Najee, and both had very good games. They were they were breaking off chunk yardages. They were grinding out, you know, just yards. I mean, 15 carries for Warren, 16 carries for, for Najee. They combined for 183 yards and two touchdowns. Caleb, I'm taking that all day. From, from, I from agree two of my backs. I agree. Not to that. mention their, their pass work out of the backfield. They combined for, for, five, yeah. for five receptions. Not yeah. a lot of yardage there, but they're available. They're available. And Fryermuth is about to come off IR here. They opened his window. I'd pick it like Sam a lot. Yeah, he does. He that does. could open some things for Pickens and Deontay again. But I, I mean, I agree with you. You think it's the ground Pittsburgh game? You think it's a ground game? Think about. I want about you to think game. about. I want you to think about Pittsburgh from 2000 to now. Hmm. And they they always had they always had an established run game. Jerome Bettis. Willie Parker, hmm. Shard Mendenhall, D'Angelo Williams, Le'Veon Bell, James Conner, uh, now Najee Harris, Jalen Warren. Think about that. Yeah, yeah. There was there was a yeah. period where Ben was slinging it to Antonio Brown and Le'Veon Bell out of the backfield, and you know they Mike Wallace. They were just slinging the ball, but yeah. Think about it. They always had a running back that they could go back to. And I think once you establish that, I think that's going to open things for Pickett. I'm not saying Pittsburgh is going to take off because I, I do agree with you that this is their type of game. But they're sitting at six and three. And Caleb, we we loved Pittsburgh and they got off to a really bad start. Yeah. Yeah. But we yeah. loved we should have stuck with it a little bit more before we were like, oh, this isn't going well. I agree. And and I here agree. we are. We're, they're sitting at six and three. Yeah. And I think they're starting to get better. I think Matt Canada moving to the sideline. You know, kind of facing the noise head on a little bit, being yeah. in, in the thick of it with his players, I think is kind of helped. Yeah. Um, so we'll see, man. Tomlin just 
he, he, he the picket and the Pickens drama. He doesn't care. No, he said it's a pebble in my shoe. What a quote! What a that, quote! That is a quote, but that's only a quote that a guy like Mike Tomlin could get away with, honestly. Absolutely. Um, you know, probably, probably the most impressive win in terms of just what they were going through and how they managed to get through it was this Minnesota Viking team over the Saints, which, look, look, I mentioned on BSF, I'm not necessarily, Bryce, sold on this type of performance sustaining for the rest of the year. But obviously, I can't deny what this guy is doing. He hardly knew the training facility. He hardly knew anybody, frankly, I don't even think he had familiarity with any of this offensive scheme at any point in his career. So it's like completely new in every level. And this is a tough win to get. This is a tough win to get against the tough Saints defense. To get this win at home. I mean, yes, I thought it was weird that they put their foot off the gas. They did. I don't really think that game should have been closed at the end. It was. Um. They got done. They're six and four. I mean, I, I, there's so much I, with the Vikings. Where do you kind of stand on what they're doing, and then like how you kind of see it play out the rest of the year? Because this Saints team, I, I'll be honest, Bryce. I mean, if you want to talk about the Saints, go for it. But I just think it summarizes to this: we know Dennis Allen stinks, and we frankly, we just know Derek Carr just ain't in it anymore. And I think that's the summary of this game. It doesn't change. But the, the way I think about that defense doesn't change. It's one bad game for that defense. That defense can carry you every stinking game. They get defense can carry you every stinking game. That's basically what they do. Every game they carry them. So at some point, yeah. there's going to be a game where the defense can't play well. You need something from the offense. It's not going to happen. Okay. Yeah. And so I'm not necessarily, you know, too uh, stressed out about this. I think the points were made. I think for me, I just... It's like processing what Minnesota's doing because I think it's impressive. I just don't know how long it can last. I don't know if you do you think it's sustainable. Do you think it's sustainable what they're doing? With Minnesota, right? Minnesota. What do you is it sustainable? Is this path to success sustainable? Well, I mean, they're about to get Justin Jefferson back. Yeah. I mean, and it yeah. seems like we're going to get the emergence of Ty Chandler here uh, with Madison not practicing today with a concussion. Uh, I think it's a very interesting team. I think it's I think it has to be Minnesota is now sitting at six and four. Uh, you know, just a couple of weeks ago, people were saying the Minnesota Vikings should tank. And here they are with a winning record, potentially a playoff threat in the NFC. I think Josh Dobbs and Kevin O'Connell have a very, it, it's a, it's a, obviously a new relationship, but I think, right. I feel like they just, they kind of get each other, you know? And I think adding Jeff, Justin Jefferson, and if you just put the ball in his hands and let him make plays like he likes to do, and, you know, Hawkinson is there for your safety valve. I think yeah. They, yeah, maybe it's not sustainable, but I still feel like they can win games. I'll say that. If the defense if you, if you had week, to choose, if you had to choose right now, playoffs or no playoffs, what do you say? 
This is what probably, I've been thinking about. Probably no. Well, it's hard, right? It's hard. I on BSF, I'll be honest. What another bet I really like was I was like Denver at home, Minnesota coming off that hot start. I was like, I feel like at some point this Minnesota team's gonna have a game where it's just not gonna go their way. But part of me also thinks because like Zach and I tried doing it, it's hard to find seven. Could this Ooh. be one of the seven? Ooh, I think it'd be between them and Seattle. You don't think both would get in? It's possible. It's possible. I think, it's, I, and I think with New Orleans, it, it, it it's shocking to me that Chris Olave has one catch, and then as soon as Jameis Winston comes in, he gets five five yeah. catches and a touchdown. That's a little weird. I agree. I agree. And you still do nothing with Jamal Williams, who you signed. This offseason. Paid somewhat. Yes. Yeah, you're right. You still refuse. You're right. To- but it, it, it goes back, Bryce. I mean, we touched on it. You know, when we were last together, it's like Carmichael, been there forever. I don't think that's getting talked about enough in terms of a bad coaching job. And frankly, I mean, it is incredibly damning at Derek Carr. You and I really like Derek Carr, but what Jameis was doing in that game, it was kind of eye-opening. How much the offense looked explosive, how much they were getting, getting down the field. And Derek Carr is getting paid a lot of money. And he's getting paid a lot of money for a long time. So you don't know how much... I don't know how much he's going to be able to be the starter. And are they going to try to slow Derek Carr down because of what Woodson showed? I mean, I know the picks weren't great, but like, I mean, I do think Winston was giving this team life. You know, I don't know. Um, next up, Falcons, Cardinals. My favorite moment of the week. Unquestionably my favorite moment of the week. Seeing this Arizona Cardinals team get a win. Seeing Kyler Murray get a win. And frankly, looking really awesome. Uh, he, he had really great speed, Bryce, which is kind of, you know, obviously was such a big part of him is, is his creatability. And like, they were playing so inspired and it was cool to just see the way that their fan base was like, because they've been in a really rough spots. He got hurt, frankly. And then, cause it led to their coach getting fired and then their owner and then the general manager and then all this other stuff. Like genuinely, how many nice things have Cardinal fans been getting lately? Maybe under one hand, maybe. And including this one. And Honestly, when I watched Matt Prater get that field goal, I smiled. I was like, this is cool. This was cool. It was cool to see that stadium get fired up. It was cool to see Kyler Murray look good. Um, Trey McBride, I think, is legit, Bryce. I think he's legit. Um, I I, I know you probably will have something to say on that. I think he's legit. Um, I am not the biggest James Conner guy. They like him, and he makes the run game a lot better. Than oh, yeah. Mercado and Keontae Ingram and Tony Jones. Like, well, they have Michael Carter now. <laughs> yeah, and, and maybe he comes in and helps with that as well. Um, what, an, what an awesome win. And Arthur Smith, my God, dude, you absolutely suck. 
Oh, I mean, so you just suck. I mean, look, Bryce, let me let me go through this right here. Let me go through this right here for you. Sure. Let me go through this right here for you. Um, combined nine targets for Pitts in London. Um, all of a sudden, B. John Robinson dominates touches. Twenty-two touches, twenty-two carries. Algier nine touches. Yeah, a little odd into it. I mean, Heineke. How much yards they threw? Yeah, seventy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, James Conner had that on the ground. I I just... (laughs) We talked about it a lot, so I'm trying not to repeat, but... How is Arthur Smith going to coach next year? I don't know. They they seem bought in, though. Oh. I mean, what are you seeing from this guy as a coach? And, and, and the way that he's approaching things and, and the way that he's leading his offense, this offense is not that good. In no. fact, this offense doesn't even look better than it did last year. There's no improvement. I mean, this is such a disastrous stretch for the Falcons. Probably breaks them. I understand the NFC South is so bad, but I, this kicks the Falcons out of any playoff talk, in my opinion. But I really want to talk about the Cardinals. I really don't want to focus on the I really want to talk about the Cardinals because I think the Cardinals, it may be the happiest to stick. Yeah, I mean, it's impressive for them. I mean, it, it's a, it's crazy how much Kyler makes a difference. Like the 1-8 team immediately comes in and wins a game um, against an Atlanta Falcons team that's been grinding out victories. Hasn't been great. Obviously, we've talked extensively about them. No game plan to get their playmakers on the ball until Arthur Smith was bullied this week into giving Bijan. And in fact, he kind of tried to stick it to us by putting him back on punt returns. Yeah. Cause that's smart. Putting your top 10 pick running back for punt returns and potentially get laid out, you know, I mean, just <sighs> whatever, but yeah, I mean, I'm happy for Kyler. Kyler is my fantasy savior. Uh, very happy to have him on my fantasy teams. Um, and it seems like he's going to be Arizona's savior. Uh, you know, do I expect them to, Make this incredible magical run to make playoffs? No, no. But it gives the the franchise a seat of hope. And like yeah. I said, Kyler's out to prove something. He is out to change Arizona's mind of potentially drafting a quarterback in the draft this year. Um, and maybe the instead they can you know nab like a top offensive weapon. Uh, I mean, they obviously they have holes all over you know, the, this, this team yeah. and maybe going off, and, you know, a Correct. skill position isn't the way Correct. to go, but, um, you know, maybe they can sign somebody free agency or something, but happy for Kyler. It, it's nice to see him engaged. And I hope he stays that way. Just has that chip on the shoulder. Doesn't give way. Doesn't give us a reason yeah. to be like, Oh, old Kyler's back. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe they should have traded him when they had the chance, you know? Right. Um, right. But yeah, I mean, I'm happy for Arizona. I, uh, I, I don't, you know, I don't bet Caleb. But if I was a betting man, Arizona at plus money to me that was easy money. Oh, easy I, money. Yeah, it's my biggest bet of the week. Easy money, and week. I think you can get him at plus money again, if I'm not mistaken. I I liked them against. I mean, they played the Texans, who were hot, obviously. But you know, to cover the number, I didn't think it was too bad. Yeah, so five I, points. Um, it's not bad. Not bad. Not bad. Not bad. We talked about it a little bit on actually. Yeah. Um, next up, 
Commanders Seattle last game of the uh, that we're going to touch on close game very close game yeah Seattle uh, gets down the field it's a big throw from Geno to Metcalf and Myers uh, you know solid kicker drains it at the end and Seattle comes away twenty nine twenty six but do I think that the game should have been that close price no I don't no I don't I don't believe that game should have been close I think Seattle's a much better football team than Washington. Mm-hmm. But you talked about it earlier with the Lions, and I guess this is that's kind of how I feel with this game. They won, they survived, they did the job. They won, survived, they did the job. And to be honest, it never felt like I was watching this game. It never felt like they lost control of the game. It never no. felt that way. It felt like if they if they were going to lose, they were going to beat themselves. It wasn't that the that that the, the, the commanders. We're going to go in there and make some plays against them. It felt like, oh, Seattle was going to turn the ball over. Oh, you know what I'm saying? But yeah, I mean, I, I mean, good for Seattle. I feel like they're starting to figure it out a little bit on offense. They're starting to get JSN more involved, which I like. Yeah, um, they should have from the jump. But I know that that stuff takes time. You're starting to get, uh, you know, Metcalf's been kind of quiet this season. You know, I like to see them get more involved. Keep keep involving Tyler Lockett. To me, he's your best wide receiver as far as reliability goes like when in doubt it should be Tyler Lockett and that's exactly what it was I mean Gino hit him for yeah. a late touchdown um yeah. yeah or I think it was just a fourth quarter touchdown and at, those are the guys that you got to lean on to get you through um I think Zach Charbonnet's earned more carries the dude just he's runs hard yeah he he's runs hard good. he's a decent back out of the backfield as well in the past game um, I think he's earned more touches to kind of spell Kenneth Walker. Not that Kenneth Walker sucks. I don't think he sucks. Uh, but I think Charbonnet is a, is a nice compliment uh, to, to Kenneth Walker there. So, And for the commies, look, we know what's coming. We know it's coming. I'm sold on Sam Howell for another year. Caleb, oh. I think he's been playing well. I'm sold on the Sam wagon. Oh. I get on the Sam wagon. He's going to be here for another year at least. So, so you, would, you wouldn't go get a quarterback. You wouldn't get a quarterback. Mm-hmm. No. Wow. Wow. So yeah. Drake May was available on the board. You're not taking. I don't think that I, I think they're going to win too many games. They won't be in that position. I don't think the quarterback okay. that will okay. be Fair available enough. where they're Fair drafting enough. is not going to be better than what they have right now. Not. I, I don't hate that. I mean, he's thrown for over 2,500 yards, 17 touchdowns and nine picks. You live with the picks right now. I think you would too for him. I agree with that. I agree. You know, that. especially with a new offensive coordinator first year, yeah. the head coach is probably on his way out. Agree. Because, you know, Josh Harris is going to want to hire his guy. His guy. And and, and understandably so. Yeah. Uh, you traded away your two best edge rushers. Yeah. So, I mean. Yeah. And Sam Howell still here just slinging it, man. No fear. Yeah. Ready to right. rock and roll. So, no, I'm saying get on the sand wagon. There's room. There's lots of room. Yeah, I, I look. I, I like him. I, I, I like him as a quarterback. I don't think he's a bad quarterback. Um, it's just for it's it's for me. I, I look. I, I, I think it's impressive what they've been doing over the last couple of weeks. One thing to fold. One thing to fight. This team's fighting. Um, frankly, like you're looking at the standings. I mean, it's not pretty. But the ninth, and 
if you keep playing this competitive, you got the Giants at home. Take care of business. Do I like yep. your chances against Dallas and Miami? Not really. Nope. I'm not totally convinced on the Rams. Maybe you beat the Jets. I think Stafford healthy is going to make it. I mean, it's they do. There's there's some games in there that aren't pretty for them at the end, but I think they could show enough, and they're frisky enough right now. It seems like they're not giving up on their season, and I can I can I can respect that. Um, I feel like more and more we see teams do the exact opposite. So. Uh, Bryce, good podcast. Uh, nice podcast. Uh, we got a lot, lot to come. A lot of, lot of interesting matchups this week. Um, we will not have a podcast next week uh, with the holiday. Um, Thanksgiving, Bryce. Thanksgiving. Hope everybody enjoys their Thanksgiving. Yes. Three games on Thanksgiving. Uh, Commanders, Cowboys, Packers, Lions, 49ers, Seahawks. Oh, and yeah. then if you're like me and you know, you'd like a game in mid-afternoon on a Black Friday because you're a degenerate. Booyah, there you go. Dolphins Absolutely. at Miami <laughs> on, on November 24th. Uh, and then obviously the next stretch of uh of Sunday games. So uh it's we got we got a fun little stretch of football here, you know, the next couple, and we'll see how everything works out.